0: Welcome to we are history i'm angela barnes
1: and i'm john o'farrell
0: today we are talking about a certain mr christopher columbus
1: ah oh, yes this yes. was my choice wasn't it
0: it was your choice
1: yes well i am in america at the moment uh, even though it seems oh, really, like Joel, in... you
0: never mention it
1: i want to wake up in a city that goes to sleep about half past 10 <laughs> yeah i been in america for a few months and i got here the day before columbus day or Native Americans' <laughs> Day, depending on who you talk to. Yes. So I thought it would be interesting to look at the myth and the reality of the man who was, was credited with uh, discovering this whole continent. My research on this is based on reading Columbus, the first four voyages by Lawrence Burgreen, and of course, watching Carry On Columbus. Which I think carry yeah, pretty... on.
0: Columbus was the later one, was it? Like it was in the nineties, Julian yeah. Clary. Yeah, yeah I watched ter- that at the cinema.
1: It was terrible. Apparently, I never saw it.
0: Yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah. I mean, it, was, yeah. it, it it was really bad.
1: Was it? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to try and cover all four voyages that Columbus did. That's a lot of reading, frankly. No, just the first one in which.
0: Oh, uh, spoiler alert, John. Yes, he sails to. Is it America? America. And he discovers. Is it America? America, inverted commas, discovered.
1: Yes. So, Angela, I know you take the piss. I take the piss out of you for going back a long way, but I'm going to go back 15,000 years.
0: Oh, I see. It's all right when you do it.
1: The earliest evidence of humans in the Americas. Because, of course, there were humans in America when he got here. How
0: did they get there, John? well Did they crossed from the land bridge bering straits
1: oh uh, well yes but if they'd done that you see this book i read i always presume that they must have just walked across the bering straits but yeah uh, the book i read said that if they'd done that they would have just faced thousands of miles of pack ice and they wouldn't have been able to survive right. on that so the theory uh, in, in this book was that they probably crossed by boats following the coast all the way around they called oh, wow. it the Kelp Highway.
0: Not- quite as posh as the Silk Road, is it? It's not, (laughs) is it?
1: No. Bring back back... spices? No, just some seaweed. (laughs) I've got kelp for you. I mean, it's worth (laughs) it for the kelp. No, back then the coast stretched all the way from Sumatra to South America. And there is evidence of humans going back 50,000 years, but in terms of, you know, direct evidence, skulls and things. But it gets Mm. less verifiable the further back you go. There's things like crushed mammoth skulls, which might have been done by hunting parties. They don't know. Or they could
0: have just been a lot of mammoths falling over
1: in a certain way, there's abandoned yeah. McDonald's cartons, those sort of things.
0: Um, so over thousands of years, humans have colonised the whole continent, doing yeah. their best to avoid Detroit.
1: Of course. Um, and thousands of languages and cultures, yeah. which evolved and, uh, of course, very thoroughly explored and sensitively portrayed in various cowboy movies. <laughs> Native Americans... Um, you know, we did, of course, have their own wars and conquests mm. and battles. And they weren't all the hippie peace pipe smoking pacifists, you know, until the Europeans turned up.
0: So the Vikings' early expeditions to North America, they yeah. are now accepted as historical fact by most scholars, right? Yes, indeed. And around the year 1000 AD, you had the Viking explorer Leif Erikson, which does sound like a make of mobile phone. It just does. <laughs> i got my Leif Erikson. Okay, got Leif Erikson, um, yeah. But he was the son of Eric the Red...
1: Oh, he's a nightmare at at meetings.
0: (laughs) (laughs) He sailed to a place called Vinland in what is now, John. What is it?
1: Oh, is it Newfoundland?
0: It's Newfoundland. Do you have any connection with
1: Newfoundland, Angela? A
0: little bit. Do you have a tattoo of Newfoundland Newfoundland. on your leg? I have a tattoo of Newfoundland on my ankle. In fact, I am sitting in my living room right now. Opposite, a massive poster of Newfoundland.
1: Fantastic. I'm going to go there (laughs) one day. We should do a podcast from there. That would be something. Let's do it. Apart from Columbus and Eric the Red, was there also a Celtic discovery? There's uh, legends that St. Brendan... Uh, the Irish monk discovered America in the sixth century. Is that
0: right, or is that something you've read in your Asterix magazine?
1: No, that yeah, Asterix and the Great Crossing is another another possible theory. But no, right. there is a document which they don't know whether it's fiction or fact. All I say is there's three Irish pubs in the Manhattan Street where I'm staying, so that's good <laughs> enough evidence for me.
0: <laughs> yeah, weirdly, everyone in Europe seemed to just sort of forget about the Vikings, didn't they? Yeah, very careless, really. Yes, it was You'd think,
1: yeah, well, you think. Yeah, we will remember to tell the Pope when we discovered a new continent, won't you? <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. I've written it down. I definitely won't forget.
0: (laughs) So we're looking at nearly five hundred years later. Yeah, uh, and people gazing out over the Atlantic Ocean and wondered what could be out there. Yeah, flat John. Was it round? Could you just sail off the edge at the yeah. horizon?
1: Was it like the Truman Show, the staircase door at the end?
0: In fact, anyone with any education pretty much understood the Earth to be round at that yes. time, right? I mean, I know now they're starting to wonder. Wonder. No, there are people on Facebook.
1: There are uh, just, people. On, there's people marching into a square at the moment, probably. No, uh, no masks, and the Earth is flat. Yeah, yes. Aristotle's I think proved it in 250 BC that the Earth was round with uh, with stakes in the ground and distance between them and things.
0: Right. Ordinary sailors who weren't highly educated, yeah, were particularly keen to sail out to the horizon and have a look. Were yes, they? Quite, <laughs> like, yeah. they say, okay, I will take your word for it that it's round, but yeah, I'll tell you what, you go over there, and yeah, sail yeah. across the horizon and have a look for yourself.
1: So Columbus had done calculations of his own based on the reading he'd done, and he believed the world to be round, but he thought that the world was about a third smaller than it really is.
0: What an idiot!
1: Idiot, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, his was not the first a voyage to head out west we don't really hear much about these but there are other voyages that set out from portugal and spain that just completely disappeared and nothing was ever heard of them again probably sank right. in a storm or got becalmed and ate each other that's or probably just it.
0: discovered you know the coast of cuba I thought oh that's nice yeah. we'll just stay here and keep quiet about yeah. it yeah <laughs> maybe that's it maybe <laughs> it.
1: but no one knew what was out there occasionally weird objects would be washed up with carvings that no one recognized um Ooh. and it's like oh that's, that's interesting what could that be then um yeah. two years before Columbus was born was the fall of Constantinople, which is a big deal in fourteen fifty-three. Yes.
0: So Silk Road, closed yep. for essential engineering work.
1: Exactly. Access to eastern trade routes all shut off. Yeah.
0: So no more spices to flavour your dodgy meat, no more <laughs> kebabs after the pubs are closed. It's a nightmare. Yeah. That route cut off. Yeah. And luckily, John, what we wouldn't be stupid enough to do now in the twenty-first century here is cut off some really useful trading routes, is it?
1: No, 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 you'd never do that. We've never talked about that on this podcast. We
0: we wouldn't be that silly.
1: Yeah. In fact, (laughs) the Americas would, of course, bring completely different foods that no one could imagine back then. Cinnamon donuts, Dr. Pepper, that sort of thing. (laughs) But anyway, Christopher Columbus. Two years before the fall of Constantinople, Christopher had been born in Genoa, uh, which back then was its own place, a city-state, even though the Italian-Americans are very proud of uh, Christopher Columbus. It wasn't
0: technically Italy.
1: No, no. Um, yeah so prior to
0: 1492 when Columbus sailed the ocean blue that's the rhyme isn't it yes. that is yeah exploration like you said a all been eastwards yeah and overland like Marco Polo or by sea like now I never say his name right Vasco de Gama. Chama
1: Vasco de, de Gama. Gama. Just say Gama. We Gama. Gama. Can say yeah, So
0: English. But Columbus, he thought there might be another route to the Indies going west.
1: Go west, he sang. <laughs> he was a very experienced in sailing up and down the Atlantic coast. Although he was from Genoa, he worked at sea and sailed from Galway, possibly to Iceland, uh, to modern-day Ghana in West Africa. So he had a great experience of the Atlantic and its winds and its currents. He sailed in Lisbon, in Portugal, where he settled and married – Uh, always a foreigner there but had this theory about you know the other route to the indies and um, he tried to get funding for this expedition from the portuguese king
0: but like some sort of renaissance dragon's den
1: yes exactly right (laughs) it's all this
0: money and startup funding but also to have a big slice of all the riches that would be coming their way
1: (laughs) yes that's right he wanted to be called admiral of the ocean sea and there's a bit of haggling and it's like what if you're just admiral of a bit of the ocean (laughs) <laughs> seems like he was pretty greedy. Actually, reading about him, he was turned yeah, the down. The
0: more I've read about him, the more he seems yeah. like quite an arrogant man. Yeah. I suppose you've got to be quite arrogant to go. I'm just going to sail this way because I'm pretty sure that there's yeah Asia's yeah. over there, and I'm going to go yeah. and find it.
1: Yeah. So eventually, the the um, king of Portugal turned him down, but not without the king's advisors. They quizzed him, quizzed this foreigner endlessly about his crazy theory and all his evidence and his plan. And and when then they promptly copied that and they sent right. the ship without telling him. They sent a ship out. And the ship had a terrible time. It came back with ripped sails and a broken mast. And its captain adamant that it was impossible to sail across that sort of vast emptiness of the Atlantic.
0: So, and that sort of demoralised Columbus. But yeah. you think also you might go, oh, well, I dodged a bullet there. That could Maybe, have been yeah. me in that ripped yeah. up boat. That didn't. <laughs> but, but no, he always felt like an outsider in Portugal. So at that point, he starts going round Europe asking various different monarchs for money yeah. for his... Yes, Boy Dragon's in Den
1: in different countries. So his, his, yeah. brother, his brother went to see Henry VII in, in England. Imagine if Henry VII had said yes. That would have yeah, changed history. Be,
0: Yeah, so everyone in South America would be speaking with it, English accents.
1: Yeah, Brazil would beat us at cricket. So imagine <laughs> um, Henry VII was effectively the man who turned down the Beatles because he said no to uh, Columbus Jr. And then uh, he went around all over the place. Finally.
0: Finally, he goes to Spain. Where uh, the king and queen Ferdinand and Isabella, who are the uh, it's Ferdinand of Aragon and Isabella of Castile, or the other. I think that's
1: right either way. But anyway, I think they're married by now.
0: Yeah, yeah, they joined those two kingdoms, didn't they? Those two. Yeah. Um, and they said yes to him. Yes,
1: yes. Uh, They just pushed Muslims out of Spain. They're on a bit of a roll, and this whole whole new empire. That sounded well. This sounds good.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, if she's got rid of the Muslims. Let's go and colonise somewhere else. Where, let's go, yeah, let's
1: go and murder loads of people from uh, from uh, from uh, what we think is Asia. So um, there's a complication here. There's a peace treaty between Portugal and Spain. Uh, which said that uh, Spain could not explore south of the Canaries. But, of course, no one knew anything about the other side of the ocean. But this would be a tricky sort of bit of um, detail later on. I
0: suppose it's technically south of the Canaries all the way around.
1: (laughs) Uh, Well, yeah, everything south, you know, all of South America is south of the Canaries. But anyway, so uh, um, they, uh, you know, agreed to part fund this. And he got investors as well. And they sailed off in three ships. They were getting them ready in the summer of 1492. The Santa Maria. and My Spanish is a little rusty i don't know
0: <laughs> well, what could that mean santa maria well
1: i'm gonna i'm gonna guess saint mary but I, <laughs> we, we might need someone to pick it up uh the other one was nina uh there was a second boat called nina after nina simone
0: and um and then
1: the third boat was called pinter pinter was pinter was pinter his dad was a milkman i think so that was probably it <laughs> or was it um, pinter and he just had
0: really long pauses <laughs>
1: that's right it's incredible how small these boats were
0: these this blew my mind when I read this because the yeah. biggest of those three ships was seventy foot. That's not that big, is it?
1: That is a big narrow boat. That is the Happy longest na- narrow boat. My boat is fifty foot. My narrow boat is fifty wow. foot, and me and Jackie on that is a bit cramped, if I'm honest. So, an entire crew on a seventy foot boat—that was the biggest. The other two were fifty feet. So, the average wow. narrow boat you see when you're walking along the canal with a dog, and um, you know, seeing those sort of hippies with the smoke coming out of the chimneys—those are about yeah. fifty foot. Imagine sailing with a whole crew over the Atlantic in something. That length.
0: Twenty feet longer. My yeah. God. Yeah. Do you just think of it as being like a big galleon or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In my they, head, that's how I pictured Columbus. I mean, I think they had
1: they had sort of uh, various decks. You know, they were they were sort of went higher and they had keels, of yeah. course, which are mine narrowboat doesn't. But um, yeah. it's you know, it's not like a cruise ship crossing the Atlantic. That's all I'm going to say. No, no deck chairs right. overlooking the fun pool. No 70s one-hit wonders singing in the Neptune ballroom.
0: Oh, sorry. Sorry, John. I went a bit cold then. I just had a flash forward to the tail end of my career. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tonight, do you remember Ooh, her? Do you remember from back in the 20s on Mock the Week? She's still going. It's Angela Barnes. Oh, she's
0: 87, but she's never got a pension. Here she is.
1: <laughs> oh, God. So 3rd of August, he set sail from Palos de la Frontera. Well, it sounded good, didn't it, the way I said that?
0: Yeah, not bad, he John. I, my from... Spanish pronunciation is terrible. I've got, I never learned
1: Spanish. Yeah, he sent sail off on Palos de la Frontera. <laughs> I'll turn it twice. And uh, uh, he stopped in the Canaries, because, you know, Tenerife had cheap winter sun holidays. And then... <laughs> just
0: just booked a holiday to Fuerteventura, John. Just Have you? i excited then, so... Oh, I did, yeah. I just booked one. February, I'm going... Oh, oh it'll be lovely, it'll be lovely. Oh, it be lovely. Sorry.
1: And then he sailed off to who knows what. Uh,
0: go further and further towards... Nothing. It's quite scary, isn't it? Just like come on everyone, we're getting in this boat, we're gonna go, Oh, where are we going? I know, I know. that is because
1: it could have been like there could have been invisible reefs, there could have been whirlpools, there could have they believed in sea monsters, you know. So yeah. they really didn't know, at least when, you know, Neil Armstrong went to the moon, they knew the moon was there and they knew how far away it was. Columbus and his crew knew nothing, and we're heading out towards, uh, you know, a mystery destination. Sailing on the other ships were the Pinzon brothers, Martin Pinzon and his brother. And there's a bit of a power struggle going on with Columbus and these guys because they were investors, in, uh, part owners of the fleet and captains of the other boat. The crew right. were growing restless. Uh, some days they were becalmed completely. He was trying to get into the trade winds, which is the southerly south winds that go sort of... Uh, uh, westwards and come back by the northern route that comes eastwards. Uh, but right. it took a long time. It took
0: two months. Yeah. Right? So imagine the temptation and that to go, we're following this guy for two months. Which I, I think we should just maybe just go home.
1: Yeah. At what point go point do
0: you, I suppose once you we going for a month, you might as well keep going.
1: Yeah. But but that's I don't like, know. <laughs> yeah. And imagine how much you get on each other's nerves, Angela.
0: Oh, God. I can't. In a long drive with someone else. Is, <laughs> and they yeah. have no means to measure the position they were in right they can no. measure latitude but not longitude is that right that's right
1: yeah 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 so they can measure so- the going around one but not the up and down one so columbus deliberately under recorded the distance he traveled so that you know he didn't want the crew realizing how far from home they were or how so he go would and rest say as-
0: they'd done fewer miles yeah. than he had every day yeah right. he'd
1: say oh we've only done 10 miles when they've done 20 you know um because if they you know if they didn't find anything for a thousand miles he didn't want them to go come on we've got to go back now
0: right yeah yeah and he kept a journal of all this, didn't he? Yeah, I guess is it. Well, it's a useful historical document till you remember how arrogant and self-aggrandizing yes. Christopher Columbus was. So you yeah. might have to take it with a bit of a pinch of salt, right?
1: Yes, yes. But anyway, after yeah. two months, on October the 11th, Santa Maria took in more water than at any point on the journey because they're not just sailing along. They're, these ships are small, and they're in the Atlantic, Ooh. and they're struggling. And uh, there's a shipworm, which is you know woodworm, which gets into the into the Things and waters coming in. The crew were close to mutiny. They were convinced they were sailing to their death. But he spotted flocks of birds, which suggested that land might be nearby, and floating green reeds. And this was more encouragement. And at that night, right. that night, Columbus swore he saw a light. And then, in the but distance. then, in the distance. But the next at that point, day, you'd
0: be going like, "That's a star, mate. Can we go uh, home?" You would be because <laughs> the,
1: you know we do know that you know it wasn't very built up at the time. So, yeah, The next exactly. day, the next day, Rodrigo de Triana. That's a sailor on the uh, on one of the boats shouted land land he said yeah. and he said it in and spanish. He said it
0: in spanish, right.
1: So, so I was guessing terra terra. He might be called his mate Terry, I don't know. Um, but anyway, <laughs> he shouted land and uh, that might be uh, that might be a good place to take a break, Angela.
0: Yeah, and after the break, you will find out if Columbus had found a western route to Asia or not. Maybe it was something else entirely, John. Stay with us. Welcome back I hope you had a nice little intermission Um, Now because this podcast is about the discovery of America really by rights John we should be having these intermissions and commercial breaks about every five minutes 20
1: we? commercial breaks yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> do you suffer from piles try <laughs> oh, God. side effects include dizziness nausea and death if you been watching a lot of telly John <laughs> yeah the, the adverts <laughs> over here I tell you the, the voiceovers they go so fast and the disclaimer goes on for about 20 minutes after every they have loads of drugs they advertise it's insane that's we what blew that.
0: my mind was the amount of prescription drugs that are advertised yeah. on TV, yeah, crazy. Madness. Anyway,
1: where were we? Where were we, we? I think we're, we're
0: at, where were we, John? So, a little we recap we had Rodrigo the sailor had shouted, Terra, Terra, or land, yes,
1: Terra, Terra. So,
0: there'd been a prize, right, for the first person, yeah, to spot land, isn't that? Oh, right? so did, did Rodrigo get, get a yeah. reward?
1: Yeah, yeah. big, well, cash obviously, money.
0: Rodrigo got it, right, because oh. he spotted land first, so surely. He gets the
1: reward. Or did the Admiral of the Ocean Sea, as he called yeah. himself, claim he'd seen a light the night before?
0: Oh, the and uh, the night before. Grab
1: all the money for himself. I think that tells us a lot about the type of bloke.
0: Yeah, we're learning a lot about this.
1: Yeah. So the island where they are thought to have landed uh, is uh, San Salvador in the Bahamas. They're
0: not entirely sure, are they? They're still They're not, not. To this day Entirely convinced that's where they landed, but that's the most likely yeah. So when they landed, they met some native people who yeah. uh, Christopher Columbus described as primitive and naked, and not like the sophisticated Chinese civilization that Marco Polo had described. Because he thought, John, he was bumping into Chinese people.
1: I know, In distinct absence <laughs> of Chinese food, cheap mass-produced electrical goods. Very disappointed. <laughs> so he gave some trinkets, lots of hawk bells. Weirdly, he keeps giving out these little dingly hawk bells. Natives Hawk's uh, got like
0: bells that you attach to a hawk.
1: Yeah, yeah, I don't know quite what the deal is with that, but anyway, that would they were supposed to do with up. them?
0: I suppose they were I naked, just timed to their bits.
1: Time, to, well, Andrew, I don't want to picture maybe. that, but maybe that's what the idea <laughs> was. These were the Tano Indians, T A I N O, and they were very peaceful and friendly, very fearful of the warlike Caribs. Who they said took them as slaves?
0: Took them as slaves, you say? Hmm,
1: interesting thought. <laughs>
0: Let me just write that I down, would planted you? Planted a little idea in someone's head.
1: So yeah, lots of hand gestures and miming. Now this this bit really made me laugh. He'd actually taken a linguist with him, Columbus, who spoke Arabic right. and Hebrew, On the voyage. And, yeah, and Farsi and all these yeah. things. He goes, I've got, you know, he goes, wait, uh, uh, linguist, come here. What are they saying? <laughs> it's like i I don't know i can't understand them you are a complete waste of space mate i thought you spoke all these languages and he's like i can't understand i I thought you spoke asian (laughs) i spoke eventually this bloke just went oh look okay the indians say you can just take whatever you want all right you can have the whole continent if you want (laughs) yeah
0: just yeah just say that they're saying whatever christopher columbus wants them to say that's
1: excellent translating i'm glad i brought you
0: it reminds me of that guy do you remember was it nelson mandela with the um the, the sign language interpreter oh yeah. is just completely winging it. Yeah, he's just waving <laughs> his fingers
1: around saying, can we order the bill, please? Just... <laughs> yes.
0: Terrible. So Columbus wrote in his journal, yep. he wrote that uh, the people were very simple and could be easily conquered with just 50 men. Oh, what a lovely well, way yeah. to think about the place you're visiting, yeah, isn't yeah. it? Um, he noticed that they had... Like small amounts of gold in the jewellery that they wore—that yes. so probably piqued his interest a bit. Yes, <laughs> and,
1: yes. I think he was—he um, was much more uh, interested in the gold and the potatoes. Yeah, let's be honest.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: But he saw a local uh, setting a fire to a leaf and inhaling it—a bit weird. Huh, he thought, "What's going weird? on? That? Why would you do that?" <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but he wrote in uh, his journal that you know of the many islands and the fine harbours and basically bigged up his discovery of this part of Asia. Duh, duh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he sailed then to Cuba. Yep. And he decided that that must be the Asian landmass, yes. or maybe even Japan. Could be. Um, and it, anyway, it was all the Indies, yeah. whatever you like. It was all the Indies, and he called the natives Indians, which John they have been delighted about ever since. Yes,
1: indeed, he was a um, <laughs> he was a deeply religious man, Columbus, and he thought. You know, that he was on a, considered himself to be on a divine mission. And every time he landed, he built a large wooden cross, you know, named all these places after saints and uh, uh feast days. So he believed
0: it was God who'd led him there, yeah. protected his men, because not one of them had died on the voyage over, which in itself is a bit of a miracle. Yeah,
1: yeah. Or um, sailing around and, these islands. Know, they were
0: safe sailing around these islands yeah. for weeks. Yeah, yeah.
1: But then uh, the, 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 the sort of uh, expedition took a bit of a weird turn uh, a month later. On November the 22nd, Martin Pinzon, remember the Pinzon brothers?
0: One of the two brothers. Yeah, he yeah. sailed
1: off in Pinto to the Fury of Columbus. He just naffed off. And uh, they, they right. think Pinzon had heard about a great source of gold and he wanted it all for himself. So this was a bit tricky because Columbus couldn't just punish him. He was a co-owner of the fleet. And oh, yeah, he's one of the, on the investors. Other... Wasn't yeah, he? yeah. But suddenly they're down to two ships.
0: I sort of on side of Martin Pins on a bit there, aren't you? You're like, yeah, yeah you yeah. up with yeah. this idiot yeah. for however many months. Yeah, go and get the gold. Go on. Good on you. <laughs> so Columbus, he sails on. Yep, yeah, goes to the eastern end of Cuba. And uh, starts to realise it might not be a whole continent, John. Yes, okay. He, it might not be a whole continent that he thought it was, the whole Asian landmass that he thought it was. But he said, we'll just part that for now. Okay. Um, because these are all definitely, they're definitely still islands off the Indies. Yeah. Just off the coast of maybe India or China or Japan. I mean, don't want to get too specific just yet.
1: Yeah, man. so he sailed, he sailed on and he found an island which he named Hispaniola. The island's still called that to this day, but it's modern-day Haiti. Uh, And he landed there on December the 5th. And uh, he continued to explore the coast and, you know, look for gold and kept encountering natives and give them hawk spells, because that's what you always want. And then uh, on Christmas Day, the man doing the night watch while they were sailing, he let the cabin boy take the tiller whilst he had a little sleep. Not a good plan, Angela. Never
0: a good idea, is it? Put the working spirits lad in charge. Santa,
1: Santa Maria runs aground and was effectively wrecked on Christmas Gosh, Day. Apart
0: from that, though, it's lovely Christmas. <laughs> the old <laughs> presents
1: for that's Turkey. It. Actually, they, maybe they did have them. Maybe it's the first time anyone had Turkey. We're in the Americas now. But no, that's not recorded. Yeah. The point was, this was a bit of a problem. They're down to one ship now. Uh, how, how, yeah. how are we going to get back to Spain on this bloody... Glor-
0: mean they were pretty cramped on three ships, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, I mean, the, 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 so two of them are going to have to fit onto one ship. You know, this glorified yeah. narrowboat that I've been describing... So Columbus comes up with a plan. We will use the wood from our wrecked ship to build a fort here.
0: On the island. A- right, anyone yeah. wants to
1: stay here, we'll wait here and we'll come back for you in a year or so. Oh,
0: right. Okay, so you wait here in <laughs> yeah. this wooden fort in this place you don't know. Yeah. We'll knit back to Spain and, honestly, I promise we'll come back and get you. What's the worst that can as happen? As soon as we can. Yeah. What's the worst that can happen?
1: Right, translator, you're <laughs> definitely staying here. You understand? You- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, you
0: were useless. You were a bloody
1: disappointment You were Bringing you all the way here you Don't speak a word of Chinese, Japanese, India Whatever it is
0: <laughs> um,
1: So oh, the wait. four He named La Navidad The nativity After the day right. that they, they were shipwrecked He decided this was God's you What know, a
0: Christmas I know What a Christmas He ruined it Russell sprouts don't seem so bad now Do they No yeah. So he
1: named it after, after that And he decided it was his destiny And God's uh, decision To make this happen um, right. But uh, he left thirty-nine men in this um, in this fall All the annoying ones. So on the all
0: the annoying ones that you said, bloke who chewed his food too loudly, You're you can stay. Yeah, <laughs> bloke who tells the same story over and over again. Yeah, you, you hang on here, mate. Yeah, he left that them all. woman who keeps banging on about Newfoundland. <laughs> She'd definitely she definitely stay. stay. Uh, <laughs>
1: so he left them all behind, and he sailed along the coast of Haiti and Nina. Uh, and then in January, he uh, sees Pinta in the distance.
0: Right. Not Harold. No, no, just no, no,
1: Pinter. No, just the Pinter the ship. <laughs> all a bit awkward. Yeah. He
0: bumps into old Martin Pinson on yeah, the ship yeah, that he nicked. Yeah. Uh, and Columbus doesn't trust him not to take all the credit when they get back to Spain, right? So he's determined he's going to keep close watching him this time and not let him sail back to Spain all on his own. Yeah, because
1: he's learned he can't trust him. He's thinking, what if he yeah. uh, disappears again? He'll get back to Spain and say it was all him and I'll go turn up yeah. and he would have spun some stories. So part of him wanted to get back to Spain to make sure he got all the credit. But on the other hand, the Indians, inverted commas, had promised to bring Columbus a life-size statue of him made of solid gold. Now
0: <laughs> oh, oh, I don't suppose Christopher Columbus was into that at all. No, well, given that he oh was... no, please don't no. Oh I'm so embarrassed. Given that please, he was a bit
1: vain know. and a bit greedy, I think they sort of found his weak spot with that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think you could be right, John. And he kept hanging on, and going, should we wait for this statue of solid gold of me, maybe? And everyone's going, yeah, Chris, I know you Chris all want mate. to get back, but <laughs> it's not it's oh, not coming, coming. It's not coming. Forget about it. I just thought we could wait a bit longer for the life size statue <laughs> of solid gold. Anyway. Thirteenth of January they made their last stop. And that was the only time they had any uh, hostile natives. They encountered the ciguayos, Um And they were the only ones who offered violent resistance. They refused to trade, inverted commas, their uh, carefully crafted bows and arrows for a few beads.
0: How unreasonable. I know. It's a bit How rude. How unreasonable, John. We've got these weapons that we use to defend our communities and we won't give them to you for some what? Some beads. Beads and horse balls. Oh,
1: yeah. So terrible,
0: unreasonable people.
1: Bit of a fight. One of them was stabbed in the buttock with an arrow. And they all fled, and that's why it's called the Bay of Arrows. It's
0: called the Bum of Arrows.
1: <laughs> the ba- not the Bay of Buttocks, the Bay of yeah. Arrows. It's still called that, apparently. Yeah. Columbus sails back, mm-hmm. but he gets to the Azores, uh, and he's, he's imprisoned prison there as a pirate. No one believes this bloody story. They go, yeah, right, sorry, run the
0: story. It does sound a little bit...
1: <laughs> yeah, like, right. run your story by me Honest. again. Look, I've got natives. He actually took some natives with him to sort of to show that he'd been to this new world. I
0: like how that, and in everything I've read. That's just such a oh yeah, he has some natives. I know. He's, oh, he's he's kidnapped some people from their home and brought them as slaves. That's what. You, imagine
1: the, what it must have been like for them when they got to Portugal. Like, uh, when they got to Portugal and Spain, it must have been insane, just wasn't it? Talk
0: about as if, he, You know, oh yeah. Yeah, he brought back gold and yeah. other treasures. Oh, and some human beings.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he was forced to land at Lisbon because of a storm, and then the king said his voyage had broken the Treaty of Alcalde Gorvaz. Uh, which was what I was talking about, and so it all should be hmm. Portuguese. Everything should be Portuguese. So there was, was off. Oh, yes,
0: of... he went south of the Canary. Yeah, yeah. I and he's going. Oh, yeah. it's a
1: bit south. It's a bit west. It's hard to say. Yeah. But he finally got back to Spain, March 1493, with the natives. And news of his discovery amazed all of. Yeah, and
0: they initially just accepted what he'd said that he discovered a new route to Asia because they've got no way of knowing that's not where he's been. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, it's just accepted. Oh, he's found a route west to Asia. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he did do three subsequent voyages. We're not going to go into detail about those today. But on the first yeah. one, he did go back to Fort Navidad, expecting it to oh. be a thriving colony piled up with all the gold they found. With the
0: 39 people he'd left behind. Yeah,
1: but he found, unfortunately, an abandoned ruin with all the crew murdered and their remains dotted all about the place.
0: Jesus well. A bit
1: disappointing. Yeah, he set up a colony in Haiti where he was a very brutal governor. he tended tend to be a very uh, cruel ruler.
0: You surprised me, John. I thought I he'd be very reasonable and not at all megalomani- me- megalomaniacal.
1: Oh, well done.
0: I know. I, I struggled a bit, but <laughs> no, got a, I've got there in the end. Good emphasis. Megalomaniacal.
1: Yeah, he uh, a third or more of the natives of Haiti were dead within the first two years of his governorship. Uh, probably more wow. than from viruses and violence, though many were enslaved and, and worked to death. He'd go on to land on the South American mainland and modern Central America, which, of course, all speaks Spanish today because of him, because of an enormous impact on the world. He never found the great Khan, the ruler he'd sought, as described by Marco Polo. He never found those vast amounts.
0: Columbus believed, didn't he, till the day that he died, that he discovered this new route to Asia. Yes. Because even though there's so much evidence to the contrary, but what he, he actually discovered from that Eurocentric point of view something far more significant, a whole new continent. Imagine how arrogant he would have been if he'd realised that.
1: I know, (laughs) And with all the possibilities that provided for Europeans to show their best side, Angela.
0: Yes, absolutely. Oh, God, develop all those friendly relations with the locals and generally just be nice and respectful of human rights and the environment forever. I think that's
1: pretty much what happened. But (laughs) his his voyage did change the shape of the world. It's a big deal. It has shifted the balance Mm. of power and trade away from the Mediterranean and towards the Atlantic-facing countries. Britain was no longer on the edge of the world, but well-placed to start exploiting these new lands themselves. It should be said, of course, his arrival in America was an utter disaster for the people who'd actually discovered America 15,000 years earlier. The indigenous population, they reckoned, of the Americas overall, is thought to have been reduced by about 90% in the century after Columbus's arrival.
0: So shocking, isn't it? And we're not taught that, are we? No, we're not. at like school, talk about Christopher Columbus. You're a brave it's just man nat- standing on a the beach. The natives with
1: his, are just yeah, ignored yeah.
0: that... of the population. Just
1: just wiped out by illness and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Despite the fact he never landed on modern day USA. He got very close to Florida, but he never landed on modern day USA, but his discovery was sort of bigged up in the United States after their independence to give themselves a foundation myth separate from the English.
0: Yeah. They needed that, didn't they? They needed to have um, their own sort of narrative about that. Yeah. They named the district of their capital after him, obviously a couple of state capitals and if you think about it, if Columbus had accepted that he discovered a new continent rather than yeah. Asia, maybe it would now be called the United States of Columbia. I'd be
1: in the USC. Continent was of course named after Amerigo Vespucci. So who said? Yeah, who went on? Sixteenth
0: century, wasn't he? he? Went on. Yeah, uh,
1: I think the, he mapped it and stuff. Columbus now, of course, a much more questionable figure than the one perhaps I was taught as a child. I, in fact, when I was researching this, I went down to a bookstore in Fifth Avenue, uh, Barnes & Noble, big, big bookshop. I went through. They've got a massive yeah. history section, not a single book on Columbus, which I thought was significant. Wow. I asked. I said, have you got yeah. a book books? She goes, I know. They've got loads of books about Native Americans and books about the Civil War, but nothing on him. There's a big statue of Christopher Columbus here in New York City, surrounded by temporary fencing in case anyone tries to rip it down. Uh, but honestly, you precipitate one continental genocide and suddenly the politically incorrect <laughs> brigade are trying to say you're not an international hero.
0: Oh, John.
1: So that's I Christopher Columbus. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. There
0: you go. He, well, he's a big deal in that he, you know, changed the course of history. But He did. Um, he did. Sort of might have been better if he hadn't.
1: Well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, somebody would have found it by <laughs> Look, now. for
0: some some people, it would have been better if we hadn't. Yeah. But
1: anyway, that's it. That's my reading this week, Angela. Next week, you'll be doing something a bit more fluffy, I hope, Angela. Maybe well, the history, uh, well, yeah. history of flower pressing, well, maybe or
0: something like that, John. We're, we're um, coming back to the 20th century for, oh, for next excited.
1: week. All right, so, uh, all right. Well, look, thanks yeah, for listening, everyone. Uh, give us five stars as we always ask.
0: Yes, please do, and do uh, follow us on Twitter at We Are History Pod. Um, John has been locked out of our Twitter for ages, in case you're wondering oh, yeah. why he wasn't tweeting I was on there the because passwords. he got our password wrong I'm but i have um, putting I'm him 82. right and he's back in there now I'm so. 82 <laughs> so yeah at we are history pod and we'll see you next week see you bye. next week everyone bye
1: thanks